engage. Yeah, I am. Boom. Boom. Nice. What are you working with over yeah, there? Yeah, what you all right, so uh, this is this is my first day with this. This isn't my first one today, but uh, I'm working with a hoopty. A hoopty. Yeah, it's a hoop t. Okay, a hoop t. Yeah, because I'm in. Yeah, I'm in Hoop City. Uh, you know where where the uh, the basketball hall of fame is, like the hoops. But this ain't from here. Uh, I I think it has. I think they're trying to play on the hoopty. Like uh, you know, a lemon car. Yeah. What uh is it Apparently, a tea? Is it a is it a hard tea? Yeah, it tastes better than twisted tea, I'll give you that. You don't have to chug it, thankfully. But uh I have a feeling if I bring any of these around one of our friends, CP, uh, you're gonna have to shotgun it. Yep. 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 That's that's just the way it goes with, with hard teas and that man. That's just the uh, way it goes. Do 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 do. Guess With what? Hard if you get a twelve pack, <laughs> if you get a twelve pack, you're chugging them all. You get an eighteen pack, you're chugging them all. That's how it goes. Tea times, man. Tea times. Uh, some, remember, some people are golfers. Some people aren't. Apropos of nothing, I remember the time I was having a very bad night, and he rolled into our apartment, which was at the top of steps. Meaning he effectively rolled up steps with his dick out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was so funny. It really, really <laughs> turned my night around quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you had some guests that you weren't weren't happy about and they they were still hanging around and whatnot. And I think we had we were coming back from like a show and uh we were still we were still pretty jagged up on some hallucinogens and uh yeah I was like I I guarantee you that door is open so he's just like all right he just somersaulted through with his penis out I don't think it was on purpose either like I think no. he, you know he operating the doorknob like caused his legs to fail like he yeah. he was like all right one one limb is working here so I have to <laughs> shut off a couple others yep yeah, yeah, and then uh, I I think I remember trying to like prop him up, and then like almost knocking over like six bookcases. <laughs> yeah, that all sounds right. <laughs> sounds sounds like something I'd do. But yeah, man, uh, that was a fun show. I I still have um like a the set list from the concert that we went to. Uh, I I ended up snagging that, and and I still have yet to give him like the framed copy of that. Nice. Who was it? Yeah, uh, Hudson Mohawk, uh, EDM. I mean, that, that's his alley, not mine, but figured, I, you know. I get the name, though. I get it. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. And uh, honestly, you know, when I gave you that job uh, reference, that was also, like, at an EDM show with him. Yeah. That was at Zed's Dead. Zed's down Dead, at the House yeah. Of Blues. Yeah, man. So... Look, all right. If if I go to an EDM show with him, like probably going to be a little jagged up, but whatever. You'll have that. You will have that. Yeah, hopefully hopefully I mean you you're not looking for any new jobs, but if you are, I mean, I'll I'll give him a call and I'll I'll go to some concerts <laughs> just in case I get a call <laughs> for a job reference for you. That's still the most heavily vetted I've been in my entire life for a job, and it was to uh be a Ben who stares at goats. Right? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But also, uh, she didn't vet the other people because 
look, I I gave it to her straight and and verbose and and all all that. Yeah, that will happen. <laughs> I I still remember you know saying like, have you met him yet? And because it, she was she was describing you know the nature of the job like watching goats, and it was like. You know, you kind of have to be a security guard, but you also kind of have to be patient. And I was like, yeah, but have you met him yet? Like, he's like six foot four and like he could be a salesman if he wanted to. He could be anything if you wanted to. Like he he's an engineer by trade, but like the, the guy could do anything. <laughs> and she was like, OK, <laughs> I did specifically tell her to not call after I think like 4 p.m. our time. So 7 p.m. Because yeah. I was like, they're on the East Coast. And she was like, all right, I'll call at... They're going to be like, watching Jeopardy at 7. Yeah, I'll call at like 7 p.m. Our time. 10 p.m. their time. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. And no one will be on drugs. <laughs> well, I was the only one of us, but guess what? I guess I was your first reference. So Apparently. Shame, shame on her. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. what I get for answering my phone. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> to give a very effusive and positive reference. Honestly, if I ever get a call to be a reference again for somebody, I hope I'm high as fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. You just sound amped, you know? You're just like, yeah, that guy fucking rules. That's the best dude ever. Ever. Yeah. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't get it. Like, I... And I mean, she was like, uh, I mean, we, we probably been over this before as well in, in the podcast, but she was like, well, how do you know him? And it's like, well, I've been like best friends with the guy since middle school. And she was like, well, maybe you're not the best reference. And I was like, no, like he's, he's a guy worth being best friends with from middle school. Like I, I was just shooting her down. Like, <coughs> yeah, that pokes a hole right in that goddamn logic. Yeah. It's oh, like, you look, think I'm we're not biased? pieces of shit here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we may be pieces of shit, but I guarantee you, the other two guys on that list that that you're gonna call if you are, like, will say not in in such strong terms, but like <laughs> the same terms. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's so good. Well, let's see. At um, at this point, when this comes out. I will have just returned from Denver, but that hasn't happened yet. Nice. So, All right. So, uh, we haven't spoken. You, you know this, Jimbo, but the listener doesn't. We haven't spoken in roughly 26 hours. I'd give you that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, still light where you are. Still light where I am. Nice. That b- being nice. on the uh, the western edge of a time zone really changes the the whole vibe uh-huh uh-huh i feel like when this comes out the phillies will have gone on a losing streak and then a winning streak and maybe another losing streak so i i'll try not to talk about them but fair yeah, enough i've i've been jazzed on them a little bit why not man well all right so they kind of are mirroring their their start to last year and at this point in the year they fired their manager and they didn't do this, like they didn't do that this go around. So okay. yeah, well, I mean, because he did lead them to the World Series, 
in the first year that the NL allowed a DH and they expanded the playoffs. It was like they snuck in, basically. Gotcha. <laughs> they just they crept in the basement door and then and then we're all the way up in the be- main bedroom. We're like, yeah, we're here. That feels like then, the sure Philly enough, way. <laughs> it's true. And then the Astros were like, look, we're cheaters, but like we got to win one. Like, blamelessly. It's like, yeah, blamelessly? Come on. Uh, I'm sure there's no one on that team doing steroids. I'm sure no one yeah. in, in, in any on any team does steroids. No one's cheating, Jimbo. Uh, nobody's banging trash cans. Actually, I did see a pretty funny video um, of some Astros fans in Disney, and Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse were playing some, like, uh, five-gallon drums, and they were like, oh, that's a strike. Must be a strike. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Look, it's well, self-deprecating. It's out there, you know. You got to roll with it. That's all you can do. Absolutely. And it wasn't them. It wasn't the fans doing it. I mean, it was a clubhouse guy, Carlos Beltran, and Alex Cora were the ringleaders, even though yeah. they say they weren't. Yeah, it's like you know, if like Bill Buckner were like walking along and like dropped his keys and just like stepped over them, and just like ah, you know, you know, these things. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I know I mentioned this last time, but I watched the Steve Bartman thing. But they really, they really put the screws to Bill Buckner because they were they were like, he's the other scapegoat of like a, <laughs> yeah. like a drama that, that just fell apart in a game six. I mean, that's literally the only reason I know his name. <clears throat> yeah. I, th- I think everybody listening knows I'm not the biggest sports guy. I'm not against it. I'm not one of those like, did they score the big touchdown goal at the baseball court? I don't do that. I just, I wasn't really allowed to watch sports growing up. And so I yeah. didn't until I was an adult. And at that point, I didn't have like a particular team to follow. I just kind of like, I, I like a big fat guy. I like Vince Wolfork. I like uh, Elodie yeah. Nada, you know. I like seeing a big exactly. fat guy having fun out there, big baby, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, but yeah. So the fact that I know anybody from pre, like two thousand six, stop playing in the eighties. Yeah, when I when I moved to Boston, I started like my roommates were watching it because Boston was winning everything at that point, and uh, yeah, Bill Buckner was a dude from the eighties that I only I'm only aware of because of yeah how <laughs> of one how floppy his glove was. Just one one small error. And they usually yeah. took him out in later innings. And, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, the manager was like, hey, if we're going to win, it's going to be with that guy. And guess what? They didn't. Yeah. They ended up making it up. I mean, sure enough, Roger Clemens, you know, he got he got a ring with somebody else. But, like, yeah, he, he didn't get that ring. So, fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. But I'm watching <laughs> his kid now. Hopefully his kid isn't doing steroids. Hopefully, hopefully he's not doing workouts with Brian McNamee's son. His kids out there? Yeah, his kids playing first base for the Phillies. Well, sometimes. Cool. Yeah, we we got that, him off of the Tigers. I think. I know this has always been the case that you know, athlete, athletic children of famous athletes tend to, you know, you got a lot of genes in common. You you watch the sport growing up. You you play the same sport. I get it, but I've never gotten to like watch it because I was a child. But now I'm getting to see like athletes. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah, and now they are like I, I remember seeing Ken Griffey Jr. and his dad like like clips of that growing up when 
I mean, I was real little when that was happening, but I like remember right. it as a concept, but it meant nothing to me because I was a baby myself. Uh, yeah. But now, like, I know LeBron really wants his kid to play on his team. And I remember I've gotten to watch the bulk of LeBron's career, not like avidly. I just I remember when he joined the league. And- Sometimes it's hard to avoid, especially the amount of bars that we go into. I mean, he's just on ESPN. They love him. Yeah. And that I mean, guy that rode his coattails, Brian Windhorst, I mean, they gave that fucker a job. Never heard that name before in my goddamn life, but I'm ha- I'm happy he's employed. <laughs> yep, exactly. I hope we all have uh, the kind of comeback in our lives the way that LeBron's hairline did. That's all I know. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the true underdogs of sports history is that man's hairline. Yeah, and there's a political parallel here, too, and it's Joe Biden's hair plugs. I mean, hairline, sorry. So I haven't been uh, keeping up on that at all. But uh, I guess, yeah, now that you mention it, wasn't he, like, bald in the 90s? He was bald in the 80s, yeah. Yeah. I feel like all those uh, clips you see of him uh, talking about how dangerous a very specific race of people are in Congress... Um, all those clips, he's like pretty bald. Mm-hmm. All those, uh, you know, Senate Judiciary hearings. Yeah. The oversight committees. Yeah, he's he's I bald, like he... and then he gets the hair plugs, and then he has to wear a hat for a while, and then he doesn't not wearing the hat. I feel like he must have gotten his done around uh, probably within a couple years of Jeremy Piven, right? Because when was when was PCU ninety four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel. Yep. I mean, obviously Jeremy Piven's right. a much yo- a much younger man, but I feel like as far as much the- more aggressive hair loss. Yeah, <laughs> and I would argue much more aggressive hair recovery. Yeah, man. Although I yeah. haven't seen him recently, but that's I feel like they <laughs> they're getting pretty good at this stuff, dude. I I guess so. According to the commercials, I guess yeah. I'm I'm really only seeing famous people. I'm not seeing your average Joe. You know, I do love those pictures. Is it Turkey where everybody goes? Have you have you seen those? No, the like the people, the go, flights people back go to Turkey from, to get their hair buck. So there's there's these pictures where like somebody will be seated back back with me in row fucking thirty eight, and they just take a picture forward of the plane, and it's all these dudes bare bleeding heads, and uh, I mean like nice. nothing but that. It's just that, like from wow. where they are to the front. <laughs> And because, like, I guess it's huh. so fresh that you you can't even put a hat on. You have to like just have it be out and kind of dripping a little bit of blood. And uh, I want to say it's Turkey. It's it's somewhere nice in in Europe. And it just sounds like the Deuce Bigelow treatment, where they're just like chiseling scalp out. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they were just spray painting your head? Remember those fucking commercials? Yeah. The hair in a can I feel like shit. some guys still do that. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to knock anybody's method for anything. You want to I don't know I don't know why we're allowed to make fun of toupees as as a society. We we're not allowed to make fun of wigs and we shouldn't. But and we don't. But toupees, they are mocked openly and horrifically. <laughs> uh it's cuz they're usually bad. I've seen some bad wigs, man, but I got to roll with it. I got to be like, "Yep, that's that's it's true. Fine. That's fine. I mean, look, Jones Black. So, 
a what? lot of the times her her hair isn't her real hair. <laughs> like she's yeah. wearing something or or has extensions, and people are like, "Oh, I like your hair," and I'm just like, "Joan, are you gonna you gonna tell him? Like, or should I tell him?" Nah, white people don't know that stuff. Yeah, we we can't. We you know we we got the good hair, man. I still haven't seen that Chris Rock movie of that. CB four. Yeah, CB four. I have seen that movie. <laughs> All right. I remember I, I started that movie about halfway into it. The first time I watched it, it was on like VH1. And uh, I was yeah. very confused because until like I, I must have just caught the like a 10 minute gap in the middle that didn't have Chris Rock. And so I legitimately thought it was like a documentary for a little bit. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, this is VH1's real, real rock stories. Yeah, and then Chris Rock walks in, and I was like, oh, it's a movie. Okay. <laughs> Never. I remember seeing it, yeah, either VH1 or Comedy Central, something like that. But then seeing it, you know, not on one of those, and I was like, oh, it's actually a funny movie. Okay, I get why it was on Comedy Central now. <laughs> it's because yeah, they couldn't seemed- allow any of the funny stuff in because yeah. it was all explicit. Yeah, because I remember there was a there was a really horny member of the group, right? That was his- Of course. That was his downfall, was there was a horny guy. Yeah. That was your two live crew part of like the the eighties rap rap tropes that they were going for. They were a horny band, those those two live crew members. Pop that pussy was a name of of a song. Yeah. They were like terminally horny. <laughs> yeah. They were like dangerously horny. Yeah. Well, cocaine will do that to you. And it's a pretty innocuous name, I would say. Like you, can, you can kind of go in any direction with that name. That name lends itself to to anything. Yeah, like NWA. You know, that's you, that's aggressive. When you ask when you ask about the acronym, it's like you, you know, you get it. Yeah, you're like, all right, that's a passionate. They're 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 upset, and they're they going to tell me attitude. why. They're, yeah, they're going to yeah. tell me why they're upset, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Whereas two live crew, and it's like. Damn, do they just want to dance? I feel like they just want to dance. And it's like, well, right? Sort of. But nude. <laughs> on, on top your, of people. On your mom and your, and your yeah. wife and really anybody. <laughs> uh, what a time. What a time. They let those guys on the sidelines of like NCAA games. I mean, I, I we all know this from the U thirty for thirty, but like the NCAA was just like, yeah, it's cool if you hang out with uh, Michael Irvin and you know all the all the guys on the Miami sideline. It's like, what in what world is that okay? But I guess Snoop Dogg. I mean, he he hangs out at USC all the time, so I guess I guess they set maybe a precedent for it. It's not like yeah. Merle Haggard was hanging out at, at fucking Tennessee on the sidelines. Like, nobody would have given a shit. Yeah. Sorry. I was trying to see. I had a feeling that two live crew once performed at the gathering, but I, I, I can't find any evidence of that. Uh, Well, the gathering hey. of the Juggalos, for those who aren't hip okay, to the good. Yeah. Whoop, thank, whoop. thank you. I, whoop, uh, whoop. I understood. Whoop, whoop. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, th- thank you for clarifying for the listener because yeah, the, whoop, there whoop, are whoop. a lot of gatherings out there. Whoop whoop! I haven't seen a fago uh, in my travails in Springfield here. Hmm. And I'm near a couple of you know kind of low end convenience stores, so I feel feel like I would have if I could have. What What's your go to fago flavor? 
I I never see it enough. I mean, I I don't sample it enough. I base basically the the way I know Fago flavors is from an episode of Workaholics. Gotcha. Like that's that's how much Fago I've ingested in my life. The um the root beer is good, and it's the uh, the red pop is the one I was thinking of. You ever had okay. the red pop? Yeah. So still, Workaholics is <laughs> almost all I know of Fago. Okay. Um, no, I remember uh, when Insane Clown Posse was coming around in 2018. Uh, they were playing the Palladium in Worcester, and if you like, they they were advertising, you know, like some special tickets, like front pit, like floor seats, basically. Uh, but they said bring a poncho for the the Fago Armageddon. Because they they apparently were gonna do some sort of Fago champagne spray, sure, yeah. I'm I assume it was like the Ramstein, you know, Till gets on a big dick that shoots foam, except like they just shoot f- like Fago out of a prosthetic dick, <laughs> violent Jay's pants out of a prosthetic clown penis. <laughs> yes. Ah. So that it, it it honks as it as it comes. You know th- that doesn't get said enough. Prosthetic clown penis. <laughs> well, as as you know, my mom dated a clown, so I try to never say those words <laughs> right. too too close together. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that clown went to the White House, though. I mean, that's a prestigious clown. He performed for three different presidents. Uh, uh, what a clown! And maybe he brought his prosthetic clown penis. And that clown is arguably the genesis of this podcast. Arguably, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta go thank that guy. Gave me my first set of snowblades, and I mean, I had to give them back later. But and started this thing up. Yeah, man. Whew. It is an unbelievable resume. And then to add the like, and he banged my mom when I was small. Yeah, like well, I, I mean, I, I remember seeing the guy at Newark night on stills. Yeah. I remember <laughs> him being like, like, "What's up, Ben?" And I was like, "Oh, damn!" <laughs> From like ten feet above, it was like we're middle schoolers trying just trying to get political bumper stickers here. Like, we're trying to cover so- ourselves from head to toe in local ombudsman <laughs> stickers. Okay, sir. <laughs> yeah. You got a we super don't know, soaker for some reason? Come on. I don't know what a comp troller is, but I've got nine different candidates on my ass. Ah, uh, well, um, man, that clown. That clown. <laughs> I I won't bring up the phrase again then. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's just, you know. <laughs> a little too close to home. I understand. It just, it just hits. I, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, you know I don't have your perspective on it, so you know, that's it, all right. It was it was just you know very very poignant to me. Uh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, man, you remember a couple weeks back? Your, I mean, we we both remember because we'll never forget it. But your well oiled machinist uh, <laughs> reference. <laughs> yes. So that reminded me of something that I wrote in a high school notebook. And granted, this is not as good. This is, this is like... I'll be the judge of that. Okay. All right. All right. Well, it was a pickup line because, you know, I was a horny teen. 
So, of course, what? you know, you, yeah, <laughs> look, there were hormones coursing through my body. They they tried to take out some of my thyroid, but they didn't get it at all. I thought that was so just I, me. I didn't yeah. know other people were horny when we were teenagers. Right? Right? Uh, but it's, hey, baby, you want to help me turn this tenderloin into some pulled pork? Whoa. It's it's not like a, a it's not a word. I mean, it is a word play, but not like well-oiled machinist. I mean, come on. I mean, honestly, it's more intelligent than well than my penis is a well-oiled machinist. <laughs> right, right. Uh, to some, I mean, it it involves. It doesn't involve whatever type of wordplay machinist is. Yeah. Um, all the, all the ones in yours are actual, already well-established words. Um, I it's love true. it. it. It involves pork. Um, at that time that you wrote it, I believe, was when like the Pork Farmers America had the comically long-run ad campaign on billboards when it was just pork, the one you love, if you remember those from back in the day. Oh, God. When it was, Not in Vermont, uh, though. Obviously, you're supposed have billboards to be- up there. It's supposed to be pork, comma, the one you love. Meaning, like no, pork, pork, the one you love. Like the one you love is pork, but instead, like it, it just read as <laughs> pork, the other go- white meat with no comma. <laughs> I'm yeah. I mean, just <laughs> that's a tough one too. Do they do they still do that shit? Do they have like just conglomerates of farmers? The pork, the pork lobby. Yeah, because I know that the new Got Milk Lobby ad campaign sucks. Oh, yeah? But have you not seen the wood milk? No. Well, how how do you spell wood? W-O-O-D. Wood milk, like from yeah. trees. Yeah. So obviously the algorithm knows my, uh, we'll say, affinity for milk. Okay. So I think I, I got hit with it day one. Uh, Aubrey Plaza is the face of the wood milk campaign, and it's like this long, high production value commercial with her doing the one, you know, kind of kind of bitchy, kind of I'm over this type of acting that she does. Where, you know, I always thought that like her her main drawback was that she talked. <laughs> like if, if she didn't talk, she'd be perfect. But, She's from Delaware, uh, you know. She, like, there's I, hey, look, like, yeah. There's limitations to how Delaware. high you can climb, right? Yeah, um, but yeah, it's 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 her talking about this new product, wood milk, which is milk made from wood, and you take wood pulp and you squish it into a paste. And she's being very sarcastic the whole time, and she's like, "It's the closest thing to milk that we can legally sell is milk," and then the very end. I would say they pull the rug out from under you, but that implies that it was ever believable. And she just says, and of course, this is fake. There's only one type of milk, of like real milk or whatever. And it's just like, first of all, like some people can't drink milk, don't want to drink milk. I love milk, but like yeah. other types of milk can exist. We don't need to make fun of them. Milk's do- I think milk is just is doing just fine. Um, I, I think so too. Yeah. The population of this country is growing. And I mean, yeah. You know, more people may be drinking less milk, but also more people may be drinking more milk. I mean, that we may be birthing guys like you and I. Yeah, I mean, mostly you, but yeah, and I. 
I, frankly, I think we should be looking into more types of milk. The more uh, a high milk tide raises all milk ships, I believe is the is sort of the more elevated sl- saying. Damn and, right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's. I just. Got Milk was such a wholesome fucking ad campaign where they just they're like, here's a famous guy with a milk mustache. Here's a famous lady with a milk mustache. And it's just going to say, yep. got milk on it. That's great. This one's like, I don't know. It's got an energy that doesn't mesh well with my, with my, not, not I my feel, milk. Well, I feel like the power of the Got Milk ads was in magazines and magazines have, have gone away. So... You know, you get a full page ad with Michael Jordan and a milk mustache. That's cool. Then you get ESPN, the body issue, and it's like, all right, Vince Wilfork, like, don't need to see that. <laughs> was that that was that was when he did that nude spread, right? I sure, sure. The, uh, ESPN, the body was like the answer to the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, mm. and it was like you know athletes' bodies, but it was just you know ripped guys naked. But like, yeah. just not hanging dong. Like that's, you know. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you how do you spell that? How do you, how, just how do you spell it? Oh, <laughs> which which issue do you want? Like who who do you want to see? Just let me know. Uh, just you know, whoever. I mean, it's not for me. Yeah, of course. Fine, of course. Fine, fine if it was. Don't worry. Uh, I have all the archives backed up. <laughs> I'll send you a hard drive. Hey, why? Uh, hey, why come Vince Wilfork's feet are as small as they are? What's that about? Uh, fetal alcohol syndrome? Mm, could be that. I'm also yeah. wondering if it's just that he, he's he. Too you big. ever like? Yeah. You ever like adjust a, a photo for something and you accidentally only expand it in the the x axis? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's what happened to his body. Because that like, could be. He's got. Giant calves, giant thighs, giant trunk, and these little tiny feet. And I'm wondering if, yeah, they just missed the, they, you know, they didn't get expanded. Uh, Hack Wilson, a 30s baseball player, had mm. had tiny little feet on like a big, you know, 260-pound dude barrel-chested body. And that was absolutely because of fetal alcohol syndrome. He also had tiny hands. Huh. I don't know how small Vince Wolfork's hands are, and I'm My, I'm not in. I'm this isn't an indictment on his mother, but sometimes but who knows? Who knows? I can say that um, my not the uncle out here. My other uncle, the giant piece of shit uncle, my dad's brother, uh, is he? He's just shy of seven feet tall, I think, at his peak, and he's got size eleven feet, which eleven's not small, but on a guy no. that big, that is yeah. small. That's a yeah, small is. fucking foot. Uh-huh. And I noticed that when I was like 10, and I was just, I could never not, I, I couldn't stop seeing it. I was like, damn, <laughs> how do you stay upright? You could wear bigger shoes, too. Was like, just he, do that. Know, he, probably was, he probably wasn't barefoot around you a whole lot. I wasn't around a whole lot. It's kind of his whole, yeah, his his whole, whole thing. His whole vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, you know what? Probably needed more milk. Probably, probably would have. Probably, done. yeah. Milk at the right time get you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had some, I had some real good milk last night. I was high, not too high, just a little high. Had a little bit of milk. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, you get that coating on the the mouth, the esophagus. 
little gob. Like, All right, we're we're we, yeah, we're protected. We're yeah. like, you know, that's you're you're taking a healing potion. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna equate life to an RPG video game, like you're you're hitting L one, like drinking that milk. You're just you're just getting that 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 healing potion. Yeah, beer is mana, of course, and then, <laughs> and milk is health, and then um. I guess your coffees and your Red Bulls are obviously your your your, your Stanima. Got to fill out your Stanima yeah. bars, and uh, yeah, then you can go smash uh, smash them, smash them up. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I still think surveying is an RPG. I mean, you're just questing to to find the truth of somebody's property, and sometimes you meet interesting characters along the way, which <laughs> I, Ooh, I definitely still am. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I have to listen to this guy talk about playing poker at at MGM for a half an hour. All right. I, I wish I had upped my sneak skills so that I could get by him. <laughs> oh well. Right now, I will work on my uh, oh, my man. speech skills. Yep. Yeah. Every now and, <laughs> and then work- you have. You have one of those critical one moments in life, and you realize how accurate a lot of the RPG gameplay really is. <laughs> yeah, when where I, somebody's just talking your ear off, and you're just like, "Yes, yes," and there's no option to like run away because your character is too polite, or like they yeah. built that into the game. But like, yeah, you're you're a polite person, and it's just yeah. like, I can't say fuck you, and I can't do the half turn that you try to do in real life. You know the 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 two step half turn. Yeah. Oh. oh, if only that worked on those people. They they know, they know they got you. It's one of those things. You know how like now I've heard about this. Uh, I I haven't really been on any on any dates where the person didn't already know me. But like the whole like you're on like a date where maybe you don't know the person, and uh, it seems he's more common with ladies, but it'll be set up so that their friend calls them, you know, half an hour, an hour into the date and you pretend it's an, you see, so you have the option to pretend it's an emergency. Right. I want like just a social equivalent of a, of a, of a man's voice shouting my name about 50 yards away that just, Oh, you just, you just plan a Bluetooth speaker. Like every half hour, it's just me shouting my own name in a tone yeah, it doesn't hey, imply it doesn't imply immediate danger, which might I mean both of us need to go. But it's also like uh, it, there's enough uh, sort of furrowing of the brow Im- implied within the shout that it's like, oh, this is Ben's going to need to solve this, and and I'm going to have to go let Ben solve that. I should get out of Ben's hair. That's what I. Well, I mean, it, look, I. I've only freelance surveyed uh, for this this new survey company twice, like two days, and so they they got completely new equipment to me. Uh, but I've already figured out how to make it make noise to like sound like an emergency or sound like something's pressing. So <laughs> I tried to use that on this guy, and yeah, he was impervious to it. He he did a constitution check and was like, "No, here's a blackjack story for you." <laughs> Ah, uh, that's no good. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, walking through uh walking through West Oakland all, like like getting through all the the Bart characters on my way home every day is sort of a 
it's a low stakes version of that because a lot of people would really like your attention, but they they really just want anyone's attention, not yours specifically. Yeah. So they're trying. Is it, but is not- it to an end? Like I mean, they're trying to get something out of you, or is it just uh, an old guy in a in a hat that's like, "Hey, man, I want to tell you about you know the that last card that turned on the river." That last poker tournament, I was because that was this guy. It was, and it's just like, man, I'm not a gambler. I'm sorry. Like, I sports gamble every now and then, but like, I could give a shit less about cards because I don't know. When World Series of Poker got popular, I did not give a shit. I was 13, like 14 years old. Chris Moneymaker can go fuck himself. He can stay online. He can go to the World Series of Poker. I don't care. Give him all the bracelets you want to. I don't give a shit. Also, a story about a game of chance, which I I know there is some skill in poker, but it's, it's probability. It, it's it's yeah, it's, it's basically it's, it's basically people with GEDs bragging about like their math skills, and it's like okay, I'm a surveyor. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> it's, what math it's skills risk, do you want me? <laughs> it's risk management. So I'm not I'm not going to try and say that there's no fucking skill involved, but but when you're telling me a story of a, of a particular hand. That means you are telling me you're like I rolled a die four times and these are the numbers that came up. Like I could not give less of a at D and D last week. I hit four crits in a row. It's like, well, were they eighteens or were they all twenties? We're using a long well, sword I mean, a with the increased. <laughs> were they natural twenties? Yeah, were, were your stats stacking? Like, come on. <laughs> Did you have advantage? That's a little newer. That's newer D and D. Oh yeah, that's 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 Zoomer's D and D. Advantage and disadvantage. It's 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 a whole thing. Five They might have had do, it in four. I don't know. Not us, buddy. We're three point five. Do you get it? Yeah. Do you do you get it for uphill, downhill advantage, or is it or is it like surprise element of surprise? It's more like element of surprise. The mechanically. Yeah, that's um, weak. Yeah. Yep. Not for me. And I right. think it's supposed to be represented with a coin that says advantage on one side or, or like white or black, you know, like, and then the DM like hands this, it It sounds out. like rugby referees getting right. into D&D. Right. You know, it's like, just like, like, play on. Hey, there, play was on. A, there was a transgressive, transgressive act. But, uh, you know, if you guys touch the ball, I'm going to call a penalty. I'm, I'm playing advantage over this side. Look, that hobgoblin did walk through your threatened area. And so you should get an attack of opportunity. However, he was currently engaged with a caster. Therefore, gets a massive advantage to his roles. I'm gonna play on. I'm gonna it, allow it, it. It depends. It depends on the alignment of the caster, though. <laughs> oh, where There's else? Nuance are you hear to sports it. talk and very granular D and D talk. Uh, right here, bud. Right Probably here. lots. Nowhere of places, else, but. Come to us. We're you're in safe hands with us. Yeah, damn right, damn right, damn fucking right. Uh, what else you got, buddy? You see okay, so films? below below uh, that, hey baby, tenderloin pulled pork uh, comment. I believe the only other thing that I wrote in the back of this notebook, and this was something that I had observed, uh, but it was Ghostbusters is the so far, the only movie to make the EPA the bad guy. You've brought this up to me every few years over the course of our friendship, and it always yeah. well, rings 
just it, it hits just as hard as the first time you told me every time because you are a hundred percent correct. That I mean, like some the, of the ghosts are are antagonists, yes, but the main antagonist is William Atherton of the EPA. Yeah, who just wants to know how it works, and they won't tell him, and they call him Dickless. Yes, <laughs> it's true. The man has no dick. Yeah. And all he wants to do is make sure they basically don't have, like, a nuke or, like, aren't fracking in the middle Which of... Which they do. And then yeah. they unleash, like, all the the shit. Yeah, I mean, granted, it the was villains. at the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from a different they, perspective. They collect a ghost army and then unleash it in a single instant. Uh, it's awesome. New York was briefly worse off. After they after that that containment unit fails, then it was which when the New ghosts York were spread think, out. Which New York do you think was worse, uh, Ghostbusters Universe New York or Marvel? I thought you were going to say the one right after nine eleven. Um, Marvel, <sighs> their taxes have to be insane. Like just the amount of streets getting torn up. Like, the buildings that be, are falling over. It's got to be Marvel, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. But. Because, like, like, right now, if some dickhead invests incorrectly, a bank tanks, right? That's just yeah. what's been happening. So now imagine if instead of it's just some dickhead investing everybody's retirement money incorrectly, uh, and it's uh, You're dependent on a Spider-Man? A hundred skyscrapers falling down in a single instant, containing a bunch of data for those those banks. Um, yeah, uh, well, I, that, I think no that's one's, why you send the monster to Midtown. No one's getting. Those a are pay all out. residential, like you know. Yeah, it's like hotels. That, like the, honestly, the cities that exist in the Fast and Furious universe are also just like ravaged by Vin Diesel and the boys. Come on, guys. The amount of collateral damage in all of those movies. And then they try to talk about it in the later Avengers movies where they're like, hey, we do kind of like destroy places. And half of them are like, yeah, but we have to. <laughs> like, that was a whole yeah, movie. Yeah, the guy with the bow and arrow is just like, we gotta. Like, come on. It's like, eh, maybe you could just go hunt deer in the wilderness. Yeah, like that. You know. That was like a three-hour-long movie. Was half of them being like, "Guys, honestly, maybe we should stop destroying entire cities," and the other guys being like, "Maybe if no. Thor wasn't in our realm, yeah. Maybe if Thor wasn't in the realm, maybe maybe shit from his realm, like enemies from his realm, would stop coming here, yep. and we could just deal with bank robbers like we did in the '30s." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the good old days. The good old. The golden days. age. I kind of forgot that Marvel exists in our geography because DC had to make up sort of analogs for places yeah, like Metropolis. And, and yeah, Metropolis, I guess, is New York, and Gotham is apparently like Chicago y. Sure. But uh, geographically, I've heard them proposed as like Metropolis is in South Jersey and Gotham is in Delaware. For like real? Across, across <laughs> the bay from each other. Yeah, because they're close. They're like they're close in proximity to each other. Huh. See, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know any of this. I like the idea. Yeah, well, idea that's of, that's one hair hairbrained guy's like idea of it. But you know, we'll, we'll I like the idea that of, here. 
of Delaware existing, but New York not existing. (laughs) That's... Zwanendale really took off, and it wasn't New Amsterdam? Yeah. But just in that Uh, guy's head, he's like, yeah, it's like Delaware. It'd be like in Delaware, and somebody being like, but if New York City doesn't exist... Do we know what the landscape of North America or looks like, or, or does, does it even exist? He's like, no, Delaware's there. South Jersey and Delaware yeah. are there. They're always there. Was there an Erie Canal? Like, what about the Rochester? Was the first Boomtown? What are we doing here? It's like, dude, hey, don't worry about it, Delaware. Dude, I'm telling you, fucking Delaware and South Jersey always gonna fucking exist. Okay, across any Super- goddamn Superman and Batman. All right. Superman and Batman, Sp- Spiderman, fucking swinging around on them fucking webs, dude. Right, no, okay. no, 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 no. He's a New York guy. Fuck, he is. God damn it. Well, maybe Amazing Spiderman, spectacular Spiderman, Aquaman, Aquaman. You're right. The the Flash. <laughs> I don't know how you do the Flash in a in a South Jersey accent and make it funny. Uh, I think you nailed it. Oh, yeah, that Green Lantern I've seen. He ain't even all that green, to be honest. I, I might be a bit colorblind, though. I've I been... like that Kato, though. I mean, Kato's a nice guy. I was out there all Cape May. I saw Aquaman swimming around with them fish. It's kind of weird he lives in the ocean. Why? Is he a fish man or is he a man fish? What is he? Yeah, answer me this. Are, are, are those his pants or is that his skin? Because it's, it's kind of scales. I don't even know what's going on under there. I need to see him naked. Not, look, okay, no. I, I mean, no. But, like, just without his pants on. I think uh, you are no. seeing him naked. I think he's a split merman. You think the back half of him's a merman and the front half's a man? Uh, no, no, lower half. But, but you know, they, they split it. Like, they I gave him the, the freedom. Because, because, look, all right, sea culture is a lot like you know, above the sea culture. We got to treat women, you know, less than, than the men. So, like, what would what would a mermaid want is, like, oh, independent legs? Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. But can't have that. But we can give that to Aquaman. <laughs> Wasn't the whole joke for, like, decades that Aquaman sucks because his whole power, all he can do is talk to fish? You're asking the wrong guy. I didn't even see the Jason Momoa one. I fell asleep to that and Justice League, each of them twice on airplanes. And I'm not like a fall asleep watching a movie guy. If I haven't seen the movie, my body will will typically not let me sleep. Like, But uh, right. out like a goddamn light. So I've seen the beginnings, parts of the middles. Um, boring as shit. Just, just I'm so sure boring. they tried to make it interesting. Probably. But they yeah. failed. Yeah, they brought in Ben Affleck. Yeah. And who, Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill, yeah. No, I like him. Not as Superman, because Superman sucks. He's a very boring character. Yeah, you're a, you're a man from uncle guy. I get it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Henry Cavill guy. I, I, I like him. He's right. good and stuff. I didn't realize he was British till very recently. He plays Americans yeah. so goddamn often. Yeah, he played the American and man from uncle and the american played the russian guy i saw that uh you you seen him in that uh mission mission impossible film no uh 
look, man, I'm I'm gonna level with you. I'm not good on new movies. Like, um, I'm really bad. That's at, okay. At taking in new movies, especially now that they're back in theaters. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to a theater again. Joan and I saw Nope. I think last summer. That's nice. And nope, nope was fun. That might be the last movie I ever see in a theater, buddy. I will say, if you want to treat yourself, you go catch a matinee, Fast X. Go by yourself. All right. Yeah. Going by yourself to the movie theaters in the daytime is is nice. It's a nice little treat. As Especially long- in a state where there's legal weed. Like, mm. come yeah. on. Yeah. As long as you don't like fuck up and end up with one that's like full of like a, a child's birthday party, then, then you're fucked. Uh, even rowdy teens like, you know, we used to ruin matinees. Oh. Sure, absolutely. I remember one yeah, time because uh, I would I would fight us like yeah, yeah. I I am not as patient as the people that we pissed off in movie theaters. Yeah, my my old move would be if I saw anybody with their phone, if they brought their phone up or or an iPad or something, I'd just reach on the ground and grab like bits of popcorn and throw it at them. Nice. Which is like that's how you get shot. It's like a really good yeah. way to get shot. Uh huh. I just did that as a child. Also, you're reaching on the ground of a movie theater for like old popcorn. Like that's yeah. disgusting. And it's that's, you also get diseases. It's horrific. Yeah. Hopefully, you finish your bunch of crunch by then. Oh yeah. I mean, I I feel like in general my movie snacks rarely make it through the trailers. Right. And even so, I mean, we we go to the dollar store before. It's like a, you know three box of Mike and I stashed in the belt. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's nice when the movie theater sells beer, but what's even better is sneaking liquor in in your coat. Damn right. Then you have all, or all you want. Or in your stomach. <laughs> I do like that. I quote that uh, that Pat Oswald line quite a bit. He's like, I'm going to sneak a bunch of scotch into the movie theater in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, that's such a good one. That's, it is that's good. basically what I was referencing. Yeah. Because, like, there's something very jolly about referring to a belly. Like, it's a very cute way of referring to, <laughs> I'm going to sneak you in in my belly. Mm. An, an inebriated man. <laughs> yeah, but just referring to scotch. I had scotch <sighs> Friday night, Saturday night. It's impossible to say. Hey, all right. Had some. That's uh, nice. I had Hadn't had scotch in a long time. All right. I woke, I woke up the next morning and I was just like, I still had like the full smoke situation in my mouth. Oh, you had some Islay. Oh, it was, it was powerful. Islay, it was peat boggy of the peat boggiest. That day I'd had about, it was Friday night. I think I had about maybe five or six Manhattans and then several scotches. And I do not recommend, That's- if anything, you want to go the opposite order. Eh. I mean, it, you look not to not to dip back into D and D, but like I know you can pass those constitution checks. Oh yeah, I felt fine. I just had a taste in my mouth, like charcoal. Which yeah, you know. Well, it's the cigarettes without the cigarettes. Here's the thing about waking up when you're uh, in your thirties. Now I don't know if it's just me, but uh, who's the guy who keeps coming around and taking a big shit in my mouth? <laughs> who's that guy? <laughs> Because I wake up every day, and uh, it's bad in there. And I don't remember it being that way in my 20s when I ate 
like shit and drank constantly. Um, I feel like I woke up, my mouth was like, mmm, minty from last night still. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I don't know if it like creeps up or if it's something that you, you gain. Like it's like an acquired taste. Mm. Maybe you know, my taste buds. As adults, we we acquire tastes. Like, it, yeah. that's that's the you drinking coffee in the morning and you you drinking the scotch at night. It's a it's a mixture of all those. Night just, scotching. It lays dormant in the back of your throat, and then then it creeps forward while you sleep. Mm, I like that. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, like not that. everybody likes gorgonzola cheese, and then uh, then sure enough, like. You're ordering on burgers when you're in your late twenties, and then, sure enough, your breath smells like shit when you wake up. <laughs> I do eat nothing but pickles and gorgonzola before bed. Maybe that's, huh? Just eggnog hey. and fish sticks every night. That's not a bad combo, honestly. It's a it's a, it's a great combo. I've only had it twice, <laughs> but it's a great combo. <laughs> yeah, perfect both times. Yeah. It's one of those things, much like uh, an egg cream, where you're like, oh, that sounds nasty. And then you're like, actually, what is batter, uh, or what is eggnog, other than uh, kind of unfried batter? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, it, dude, the egg cream, watered down milk. It's like, all right, so if you start with whole milk, you make skim milk, but it's a soda. Yeah. <sighs> Chocolate soda, baby. Yeah. Come on, guys. Get it. Get in there. Well, um, I, I'm going to be honest here. I'm a, I'm a little sleepy, man. I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired boy. I'm a freelancer, um, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. Go, go free that lance. Yeah, I'm going to grab my lance. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, See, so yeah, you got any advice for anybody who's going to go grab their lance? <sighs> I, I, don't, I don't know what their lances are like. I only know what my lance is like. So, yeah, I, I really can't help you there. And as we say every week... Go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.